This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 664 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, it's Bonita Video with Antonio. And Antonio has challenged me with a rolling R's last name. Get ready, folks. Antonio Correa. Oh, man. Antonio, I, as always, I butchered it. Please pronounce that the best way you know how. I think you're doing a wonderful job. The name is Antonio <laughs> Correa. I know you got to oh. roll those R's. I am so, so jealous. Uh, I, my wife always teases me. She's very good at rolling her R's, and I am atrocious to say the least Do not, but anyway my wife has exactly the same issue she refuses to to pronounce my last name <laughs> why well, hey, welcome to the show and uh we need a video let's start there antonio tell us about your company well so bonita video llc is um i mean we're a local uh, award-winning production a multimedia production team and we, we do film we do video we do audio We've been around the industry for about 30 years, and we manage uh, all sorts of projects from corporate projects to nonprofit work, uh, podcasts like yourself, uh, video blogs, you know, solutions of every kind to everyone's uh, audiovisual demands. And naturally, our video format of choice is 4K until, until the Japanese uh, start uh, you know, launching the 8K, which is already, it's already out there. Um, and we do everything within, um, within either on the ground or on the air with our 107 certified drone uh, equipment, um, uh, properly insured, of course, professional drone operations. Um, we are properly certified, insured by, uh, by the United States Liability Insurance Company. And, um, and we also partner in terms of um, uh, film and documentary production. We uh, are co-founders of the Bonita Springs uh, Short Film Festival. And uh, uh, every year uh, we try to uh, gather the community to produce films, uh, short films, so short format, uh, under 10 minutes, about, um, about a particular theme within the, the city of Bonita Springs. So that's a, it's a, also a very exciting um, very exciting uh, event. Of course, we've been uh, shut down for the last couple of years for obvious reasons, but uh, we actually back on, and uh, well, our gala is actually uh, this coming April. So it's a kind yeah. of a whole umbrella about uh, what we do. For sure. Wow. Wow. Um, and and what's going on? You you said that there's a new uh, format coming out. Yeah, I mean, 4K is uh, old news. You know, so uh, if you don't if you don't start thinking about the future, you're not in the industry. So naturally, uh, everything uh, everything is channeled through what the consumer can actually uh, acquire, can actually buy. I mean, if you cannot, if you go to Best Buy, let's say, you know, past the the the, the ad, yeah, and you can't find the TV sets that manage the format of of choice, then you know, there's no there's no success. In terms of um, of getting that particular format within your uh, household, so like I, I, mean, I don't know about you, but I have a 4K TV, and uh, I rarely can see you know formats under 4K unless you go to certain particular uh, websites or streaming uh, you know organizations. So 8K is already up there, you know NHK yeah. from Japan is already showing 8K, so they have to produce 8K using cameras that are 8K. 
and then yeah. they have to record 8K, and then they have to make sure they can broadcast 8K, and then you got to make sure that the people at home can watch 8K, you know? <laughs> so there's a lot of moving pieces that need to be in place, but um, but the trend is, is, is really to form more, uh, for increase, um, increasing definition, increasing resolution, yeah. until one of these days you and I are going to wake up and do this whole podcast via holograms, which, by the way, already exists. You know, of course. So we could technically do it, but um, I don't know if people can still do their podcasts in their pajamas uh, once hologram technology is up there. <laughs> Who knows? That might be the, the new style at the same time, you know. It makes sense, you know. Why not walk around in your pajamas? Think about the comfortability aspect of it all. So, oh, it gets better than that. You can actually <laughs> choose a particular suit or dress to to uh, to cover your body, you know, and with all uh, functional movements. So, all the thing you need to do is to make sure you're shaved or your hair is is fine. And the rest of the body is managed by the application. You know, we get real good at this. We may not even have to get out of bed. You know, we could just. <laughs> <laughs> So, Antonio, what about your your journey? Tell us a little bit about how you, I mean, you, you, the company started 30 years ago. Tell us how you got into the, the video audio side here. It's actually a quite, uh, quite a long story, but I'll try to make it short. I, I actually started in Portugal in radio. I, I'm originally Portuguese, and I started doing um, basically what we called back then pirate uh, radio. So I was one of the guys running away with a van, uh, broadcasting to two, three uh, blocks away from me because uh, I mean the station was very was not powerful at all, and oh. uh, so we had a heck of a of a time, uh, you know, especially when the police was after us, chasing, trying to shut us down because back <laughs> then you know only the national radio stations were allowed in the spectrum. Wow. Uh, the whole European uh, radio station, the pirate movement, uh, got. Um, uh, got stronger and stronger to the point that the European government had just to, you know, surrender and say, you know what, okay, you can do this. We'll just start collecting taxes uh, on <laughs> on what you do. And there was the there was really the drop of water that uh, that turned the wave. All of a sudden, there were emerging radio stations all over the place, including Portugal. So I was fortunate enough to start um, uh, basically, you know, in the background of the whole movement. And then it became official and it became uh, a normal serious radio station with obligations, with taxations, with commercials, and with uh, you know, responsibilities and liabilities um, serving a particular community back in Portugal. Hmm. So from the, my radio station days, uh, then uh, I, I started with video production as well. I was one of the first guys actually having a video camera back in the 80s. In, uh, in Portugal, which was uh, really exciting. And um, uh, there were no supplies, you know, like you, you couldn't go uh, and uh, buy VHS tapes. And the, the format at the time was VHS, I mean, the old cassettes. Yeah. And um, nobody, there was no uh, Walmart, no Best Buy to go buy cassettes. So I had to reuse my my 60-minute cassette over and over and over again. I'm, wow. And I still, uh, I'm still in... Uh, I still cry over all the footage that I could not save because there was no storage. You know, the cassette was the only thing we had to record and play back. So there was it was quite exciting uh, from that moment on. So uh, I got really infected by the VU virus, and um, uh, no pun intended. And uh, once I got over here uh, in the states, um, I um, 
I basically uh, I'm a late I'm a late college bloomer. I went uh, I went to college quite late in life, uh, and but um, the film and the video was something that I couldn't really escape from. So I graduated from uh, film and media studies. I got my first job in Brooklyn doing uh, community television. Uh, from then I did uh, Newcastle, Chappaqua, Newcastle, up in Westchester. And then the opportunity um, uh, showed up to come to Florida and uh, work with the city of Benita. And, um, and here we are. You know, that's, wow. uh, that, that's been pretty much the route in five minutes or less. Wow. Very, very interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Jeez, what a journey. Yeah, quite. Uh, there were some challenges along the way, but uh, nothing that you would not expect from somebody coming mm. from a different country with a different language, you know, with yeah. a, with a, the thickest accent you can uh, can dream of. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'm like my. Uh, I, had a, I had a friend used to say that your English is uh, fossilized. You know, I'm. You know, once you learn it through a through TV, because back then in Portugal we were huge fans of the. You know, of the, the matinees, the film matinees on the national television where you show all the westerns and all the musicals. So uh, that's how I learned English, basically. Uh, with, yeah. with Bob Hope and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, John Wayne. And, you know, that th- those were my, my English teachers, you know, so to yeah. speak. So I got all the mannerisms and I talk like that because that's the way John <laughs> Wayne will talk to you. Yeah. And also, uh, uh, my English is fossilized, basically. That's great. That's great. How about when it comes to uh, myths, misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? Oh my God, we! How many hours do you have? Mm-hmm. Um, the, I think the biggest misconception uh, over here, and I had to give it a, some thought about it. It's uh, it's um, uh, it's a relationship between technology and and uh, human services. You know, everybody thinks. And I have clients sometimes come to me and say. Uh, so how much you charge me for this particular project? And I'll give them the, the, my usual rate. And they say, oh, my God, really? I thought it was less than that. And I said, why would you think that? Well, you know, my son is, a, is an iPhone. And, uh, and I said, okay, sure. So why don't you ask your son to use his iPhone and do, do your project? Well, maybe I will, you know, because, you know, my phone also has 4K and maybe you can do that. Hey, listen, you, you're a client. You can do whatever you want. Just, uh, pick your source. So I think there's this misconception that that just because you have access to the technology, to your what I call the pocket technology, you can do any any project at any given time, and it's simply just uh, not true. There's way too many moving pieces as well, and you know, starting with the audio, starting with the composition. I mean, starting with the professional relationship that you have to develop with your clients. I mean, I'm at the point right now that all my clients are repeat clients. So I, it's very difficult for me to go back to my marketing hat and, um, and go out there and, and, and chase new clients, which I do. It's part of, it's part of the industry. But uh, I have, I'm very fortunate to have clients that keep knocking on my door asking for, um, for services that I can provide them. And because I'm also a small operation and this was by design, uh, they know that when they call my phone, when they knock at my door, they're going to see me. They're going to have me. They're not going to have a guy that will tell them, okay, let me have my guy call your guy and go from there. Um, of course, uh, it limits my, my revenue. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to be a millionaire doing this. But, I, but it gives me a sense of community with, with my, my clients and, uh, that, 
that really is that's really priceless. And when we find the right partners and the right attitudes to to commit to this level of professionalism, that is just uh, uh, the right one for for my community, for my skill level, for the client's uh, request. You know, in in our industry, we uh, we need to be you know retraining ourselves in terms of technology, in terms of uh, composition, in terms of what's out there, like any industry. Um, but ours is so specific that uh, you, you, it's very easy to drown in the amount of technology that, mm. that surrounds our industry. So we have to make decisions about what, what I'm going to really focus on the technology aspect. Do I know, do I know how uh, Premiere and Final Cut uh, will actually uh, enhance my, my, my product productivity? Or do I want to focus more on uh, client relations? And uh, we have decided to go on the client relations. I mean, we keep abreast with all the development uh, of the technology, but uh, the clients are really our main focus. And um, it's been working for us, so I hope it can work, continue to work that way. Yeah, well, it certainly appears to be that way, so uh, good good for you. But you're right, I mean, technology. I, I had a uh, production studio years ago, and, uh, you know, you're always faced with that, you know, do we <clears throat> make that next leap to the new technology and you know <laughs> virtually trash a, everything that you've used in the past and it's, the, it's a tough call because the, all the shiny buttons out there yeah, and, uh, yeah it's very tempting yeah. yep yep yeah so how about outside of the business what are you doing uh, for fun Oh, outside of the business I my fun is my business uh, well uh, yeah I I, I, I forgot to mention, I mean, I forgot to just another, I mean, I do a lot of work with local governments, particularly uh, the city of Anita Springs, uh, the village of Estero, uh, fire departments, uh, Fort Myers Beach, um, sometimes some uh, work with the city of Fort Myers as well uh, in, in dealing with their uh, government channels. As, as you are aware, uh, pretty much every city uh, in Florida and village have their own dedicated um, uh, streaming operations uh, could be streaming only or could be a combination of streaming and cable casting uh, for instance the village of Estero only does streaming but the city of Benita Springs does a whole 24-7 uh, channel that is broadcast on, on the local cable operators in this case Comcast, uh, Hotwire and um, uh, Summit so uh, I'm also responsible to uh, design and maintain uh, the, the programming uh, and the live broadcast of the city meetings that uh, take place over there. So that also takes a lot of my yeah. uh, free time. Um, other than that, uh, as um, oh, I would say music. So I'm a, I'm a big uh, I'm a big music guy. You know, I like to play my guitar and uh, get jam with my my friends. You know, I'm involved in some recording projects as well most of the time as a, as a songwriter because uh, I can't sing really and you know, you know people will always <laughs> be a little suspicious of, a, of who is this guy singing in the back he doesn't sound <laughs> from Kentucky um, so um, so but I do a lot of work in the, in the, in the production aspect of yeah. it which is also you know a, a side aspect of our uh, offerings in, uh, within yeah. the company of, of uh, video and, and audio uh, production so this is right. something that we also do. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. 
How about when it comes to a hardship life challenge, Antonio, what comes to mind that period of time where you were challenged, you got through it and you can now say, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Oh, I, I think, I, I think the whole, um, the whole, the whole traveling to, to the United States and become an American citizen was a, a, a night popping experience. You know, <laughs> I, um, I became really, really attached to this country. You know, even my friends, my own brother will tell me, uh, why you never thought about coming back? And I said, mm -hmm. of course, I don't think there is any person who was born in a different country that doesn't think uh, about returning to their home country and, and make a living and, and you know, be, be part of it, the cultural and historical uh, ties that you you have. But I have to admit that it would be really difficult for me to, to go back. Uh, mm. I mean, the country is fine. It's one, it's a, uh, we have thousands of Americans, expats living there. They love the weather. They love the, the low cost of living. They, they yeah. love that it's a small country about the size of Indiana. I mean, they, they, they like all that little smallness thing going on and the beaches and the food. Oh, my God, the food. Everybody writes about the food. <laughs> Uh, the food is basically everything that you eat, just add a lot of olive oil on it. Okay, so uh -huh. that's basically the same thing, but yeah. lots and lots and lots of olive oil. And uh, But I have to admit that I would miss everything about the States. I would even miss the, the, the infighting among ourselves. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a crazy thing to, to say. But uh, we do have a, a society in the States that is so interesting you know yeah. i i always see it under some in the, an european perspective uh, and I, I do not understand most of the things that people uh, complain about i mean like i don't know like taxes i mean for me taxes is kind of a normal thing i mean well, of course you have to pay taxes i mean i have a couple <laughs> of friends that are libertarian and i don't want to go into the political arena but they i keep asking them how do you how are you going to get fire departments and roads and <laughs> And they're like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll find a way. And It'll just happen. I mean, how did, how would that work, really? I, I don't I don't get it. But yeah. but I understand they have their own philosophies, and you know, I'm not yeah. going to be the one messing with that. But, yeah. I, I, you know, I believe in the common good. I believe in common sense. And uh, yeah. it's, it's, part, it's part of who, you, who we are. I, know I, don't, and, yeah. I don't understand a lot of the things, but I, I still love that that lack of understanding. I think it, it kind of uh, keeps me a little bit uh, on the edge all the time seeing what's going to happen next. I mean, it, 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 it's always, um, uh, it's an eye-popping experience to, to be here yeah. and see all these things happening around me and, uh, and comparing to my own, uh, you know, existential angst uh, and see uh, how that will actually fare in the future. It's very interesting. That it is, that it is. about, one thing you wish our listeners knew about Benita Video, what would that be? Um, you know, shop local. Uh, I think this uh, it's not a new concept, uh, even though they've been marketing for the last uh, decade a little stronger than before. But uh, shopping local is the way the world created. You know, if you go back all to the Middle Ages, you know, there was a shop local. You know, people would go to their own, you know, little <laughs> village and get the stuff and their fruits and their vegetables and their swords and their wagon wheels right over there. You know, nobody was outsourcing, you know. Uh, so we, we kind of a, 
came back, even though in this age of globalization, we're back to to, to the shop local uh, format. Uh, of course, we still need China's uh, Walmart, you know, junk to uh, to uh, to spend our money on. But uh, I think this local concept uh, is really very strong because of the people relationship. You know, you, you go to your local coffee shop because you know the people live, who uh, work yeah. there. You know, mm-hmm. the restaurants, the, the, the local guy changing the oil on your car. You know that guy, the landscaper. I mean, you know all these guys, they come and take care of your gardens and your, and your uh, grass and fixing your irrigation issues. I mean, uh, these are people that you live with, are part of your own community. You may not be friends with them. You know, you don't invite them for Thanksgiving or anything like that. But these are people that you uh, spend your life with. You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that analogy that one of my, land, my landscape actually told me that, you know, you have a lot of life in your garden. And that life will, will be... Will, born will be born over there and they will die over there and you know the the rabbits the the birds the the butterflies they're going to spend their entire lifetime in your garden mm-hmm. uh, so you have to take care of your garden and uh, i think it's the same type of philosophy with with the local shop and i i have that thing uh, if people ask me about we need a video and how do you manage to to make a living um uh, on your local community, I say it's quite easy. You know, you just dedicate your resources to your clients to nurture your clients, to nurture what's happening in your community, and uh, it's not going to be easy. I mean, there's the same challenges as a bigger operation, but um, but you have a sense of community, you have a sense of responsibility that um, that it's very rewarding. You know, it's I've been I've been I've been doing this for thirty years. You know, it's. Uh, and I have absolutely no plans of retiring, and just like you. I mean, I can be doing this for the rest of my life. One day, yeah. I'm just going to wake up and say, oh, I didn't wake up. And, I, and that's <laughs> it, you know. Yeah. Moving on. I, it's, it's, I think uh, that's the way it should be. I, I think, uh, you know, personally, retirement just, what, I don't know what I would do, Antonio. I, I don't know what that means, you know. We need I to think find another word. We enjoy so much what we do that uh, why would you want to not do it, right? <laughs> do it. We need to find another word. You know, retirement. Yeah, is, uh, it's a it's an old world that uh, that needs some updating. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, hey, I uh, I know we have listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more about you. What's the best way for them to do so? Well, you know, the the best way just to get. Go, go directly to my website, you know, www.bonitavideo.com. And that, that will take them into a, a, all the sorts of information that, uh, that they may uh, be looking for. So we work with government, we work with corporations, like I mentioned, we work within our community. I do a lot and a lot more than my wife really will, would, would want to uh, work pro bono with local organizations. But they are such great organizations. I mean, I mean, the Rotary, the Lions, the Wanda Gardens in Bonita Springs, uh, the, the local historic societies of Stero and Bonita. I mean, how can you say no to those people? And it's quite the opposite. You know, you, you want to be involved in that. You know, mm. you know I'm, I'm, even, I'm even a board member with the Historic Society in Bonita and uh, the Film Festival because uh, I want these things to continue. I want to, I want them to thrive. It's all part of my work anyway. You know, it's the, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. And I would, uh, I will work for free for these organizations. And that's it's, uh, it's a pleasure. It's a commitment, and it's, um, it's part of my DNA. You know, so yeah. I love to do it. Awesome. Well, Antonio, it's been a pleasure uh, just spending time with you here, listening uh, to your story. Uh, we, 
obviously wish you the best going forward and that you, yes, never retire. Keep doing what you're doing there. Thank you so much, Charles. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Uh, I appreciate what you're doing on behalf of all of the local shops, the whole local uh, community experience. Uh, just uh, thank you very much for doing what you do. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.